Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. What's up, everyone? Thank you so much for listening to the Go Long podcast. Greatly appreciate it. I just offer a bonus episode I'd throw into the feed here my conversation with Press Taylor, offensive coordinator for the Jacksonville Jaguars. So uh, when I was down there in Jacksonville for a bunch of different stuff, I uh, did a profile on Foyer Oluokan, which you can read at golongt.com in case you missed it, and then did this deep dive on how the Jaguars are really developing, bringing along their prized possession, Trevor Lawrence. Obviously, that 2021 draft class, um, he's in the best situation. He's got a Super Bowl-winning coach. They added a ton of talent around him, and he is the most talented of them all. So how do they maximize this opportunity to once and for all bust through, win the AFC South, and maybe even compete once they get into the dance like Cincinnati a year ago? So thank you so much for listening. I think you're going to find Press Taylor unbelievably insightful. He really gets into the X's and O's, the nitty-gritty, everything that they're doing day-to-day to get the absolute most out of Trevor Lawrence. Uh, as always, feel free to subscribe to the newsletter, golongtd.com, and you can still purchase through October 11th at 30% off the Blood and Guts How Tight Ends Save Football with a signed book play. That link is right in here in the description of the feed and always pinned at my Twitter at Ty Dunn. So thank you, everybody, for the amazing support on my first book. It was just such a fun project, as I've talked about on here. Cannot wait for everybody to check it out. All right, until next time, here is... Press Taylor, OC of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Hey, well, how's, how's life for you? I mean, uh, this has got to be, you know, a, an opportunity of a, of a lifetime. I mean, your, your upbringing and all the work, all the grinding you put in, how, how awesome is it just to be here with Doug, yeah. Trevor Lawrence? I mean, this is a, as a connoisseur of offensive football quarterback, you got to love this. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a great spot to be in in terms of just having a young quarterback like Trevor, somebody that's hungry, wants to be, you know, as good as he can be. And then Doug, having a relationship with Doug. Yeah. Carrying that relationship down here, obviously that's it's an ideal starting point. Cause first time as an OC, young quarterback, all the talent he has, and then a coach that I know well that I'm getting an opportunity to work under. What I mean, it's like a loaded question. Everybody, if anybody knew the answer to this, I guess uh, 
every quarter young quarterback would work out. But like, what is the key to just developing an unbelievably talented young quarterback? I think it's. I mean, it's like you said, it's everything. Like it's it becomes a lifestyle. There's a quarterback lifestyle of the Tom Brady where it. I mean, it's an obsession, an obsession to maximize the ability you've been given, uh, your skill set, your craft, all that type of stuff. You know, and it's. It's on the field, it's off the field. It's how you live your life. It's how you operate in the locker room, how you operate in the meeting room. Um, it's getting the best out of other people around you. I mean, that's the one thing when you look at, there's not quarterbacks that don't have great players around them. Now, I think the great ones make those guys even greater, yeah. but it's it's elevating your supporting cast around you and kind of helping everybody achieve their potential. What goes into an obsession? Like when you're... Yeah, because everybody thinks all these football players work hard, all these quarterbacks. Yeah. It's not true, though, is it? Yeah. I mean, there's, no, there's, there's working hard. Yeah, there's certain there's... levels. There's levels to it. Now, obviously, we put in, we put in time. Like that is, that is, I would say, not really for debate with a lot of guys. I don't think you make it and you continue at this level if you don't put in the time mm -hmm. and the work. Now, what that time is is different. There are some guys, young quarterbacks, that like to just turn on film and say, "You watch film. Well, what are you watching? What are you looking for?" And it's our job, I think, as coaches to, to help establish that for Trevor, kind of build out his routine, train him in some way, shape, or form of here's what we look for, so here's what we think you should look for, and then all of us kind of becoming one mind. I mean, that's the biggest thing is yeah. Trevor is truly an extension of the, of the coaching staff. So yeah. he knows why we want to put a play in, what we're looking for. Well, if it's not that look, what's he going to do with the football? And he's the guy that makes that decision. So. It's on all of us to clearly communicate to him what the intent of the play is. It's for him to believe it. It's for us to all sell that vision to everybody as we go. What are those like star qualities that are, are packed in there? Because we saw it in college, right? I yeah. mean, he, he, Heisman, he dominated, won yeah. a championship, all of that. And then, like a lot of rookies, the game seemed pretty yeah. dang fast for him last year. So what, what what's in there? What are you seeing kind of that's just rare inside of Trevor? The physical tools are all there. I mean, he, he's probably even more quick twitch than I thought he was in just terms of I need the ball out, I can get it out, that type of thing. He's got the arm to throw it to every inch of the field. He can throw the deep ball. He can throw with touch. He can layer throws. He can get it out quickly. Um, so he's got all the, all those type of physical tools. He can throw it wherever he wants. When it's on air out here, it looks exactly like it should in terms of the ball placement and things like that. But it is. The, the playing the quarterback position is much more than seven on and on air. It's, it's dealing with everybody around you. It's dealing with uh, the offense of line, the defensive line, the collapsing pocket, receivers, timings and depths and coverage. And it's, it's every element of that. But I think it's just, it's a daily process. You never, I don't think you ever quite achieve master, complete mastery, but you're working for it every single thing. That's why Tom Brady keeps playing. But there's still something more you can get out of this thing every single step of the way. You can get better. Things get slower. Um, so I think that's just kind of it's, it's the journey of being a quarterback. Boy, when you watched film, did, did things seem a little little fast for him? I mean, I'm sure there, there were a lot of other factors yeah. going on around here, yeah, obviously. It, it, that's but, uh, always hard to tell. I mean, it, unless you know the entire situation, what his progression is, what he was taught, what they expected, um, it's hard to say if he yeah. – you know what exactly he was processing at the time, um, so I, I don't know that I could give you an answer on that one. There's a lot of interesting stuff you said. They're like layering a, a throw. Yeah. Like for somebody who doesn't understand that, what does that really mean? That would be like over the top of a linebacker, but in front of a defensive back. So just kind of those small windows of if you throw this thing too high up the field, it's either going to be picked off by 
the deepest player or there's going to be a collision down there. You know, there's, it's kind of that right touch of yep. over somebody underneath somebody else, and he's got that ability to do that. Man, how many guys have that? Um, I think I, I'd, I, you, you want to say that everybody in the NFL has that, and there's guys in college have that, but it's there's also, too, just some natural instinct of when to throw that ball mm -hmm. or, you know, what type of throw this is. That's that's probably the the next level of it. I think a lot of guys can do that. If you go out on air and say you got to throw it over me and drop yeah, it into this spot, net out there. Guys, yeah, a lot of these guys are so talented nowadays they can do all that. But understanding when I can do that, the speed that everybody's moving at when I make that throw, um, and that's the thing I think you see from him from time to time. It's exciting. But the twitchiness is what kind of yeah, that surprised me the most. Yeah. I think of just how quick you know he's a long guy. He's got long yeah. levers. That that's not common of a lot of guys. You see a lot of these six four, six five guys, but you know he's probably closer to six five, six six, long arms, but still be able to get a quick motion and spit the ball out quickly. Something he's got. That's, I remember talking to Kurt Warner maybe a couple of years ago when we were all wondering about Josh Allen. Yeah. Like, and that was he's kind of critical. Like, yeah. like these longer levers, it's not even his fault. Like right. it's hard to get a quick release. It's, yeah, hard. it's I mean, just hard to get the got two and a half seconds. To, yeah, exactly. exactly. He figured it out, obviously. Yeah, but. and a lot of guys they do they end up changing their motion slightly to be able to do it quicker. And there's guys you don't need a you don't necessarily need a full overhaul of the way you throw the football, but you're trying to do everything quicker. You're always trying to do everything quicker. I want to be able to, when I want the ball yeah. to point A, I want to get it to point A as quick as possible, whatever that looks like. And everybody's going to look a little different. And Did you have to shorten things. things up with him at all? Is, was there a tweak no, in there? No, there's, there's been a few things maybe we've emphasized in terms of mechanics, but it, there hasn't been any yeah. total change or anything. He, he didn't need anything like that. God, I mean, when you, um, what was your first impression of him like? like when did you first meet Trevor? And When I, f I first met him, I think we talked on the phone, I think after I took the job, um, super mature. Yeah. I mean, he's at the end of the day, he's 22, 23 year old, however old he is, super mature. He's got a great head on his shoulders. He's raised the right way. The the nothing's too big for him. Obviously, he went through a tough rookie year, but you wouldn't know it talking to him. The way he answers questions about things, the way he explains things, the way he takes responsibility, hmm. um, it's been really impressive. You guys have a lot in common. I think so. I think as we've sat and talked a little yeah. bit, and the, you know, we're trying to get on the same page in the way we see the game, and so he can't anticipate what I'm thinking. I'm trying to make sure that as a staff we build this plan that utilizes his skill set best. So I think we have a lot in common. I mean, is it one of those things where you're always um, like texting later? Something pops in your mind, yeah. like you see something, boom, you, you know, yep. take a look at this play in this game. Yep. As, is, as, is as it a continuous? Into, yeah, as we've gotten into like week one, like truly game planning now. It's kind of been more of that where he'll text me ideas. Hey, do you see? Every time I look at this tape, I see this and this and this. And what do you think? And so we're kind of now that's kind of amping up even more. But as we built this thing, the offense from day one, yeah. he was involved. What do you like? Are you comfortable with this? How do you see this? What are you used to? And trying to make sure that he's on board with everything where we we believe is best for us. But if he doesn't believe that, that, that doesn't go very far. So well, that's big. I mean, it's you say it like it's so nonchalant. Like everybody, not everybody does that. Right? No. I mean, it seems like a lot of times it's square peg round hole. This is our offense. Yeah, we and that's where a lot of young quarterbacks kind of go wrong. Yeah. Talented guys. Yeah, it gets tough. I mean, there's obviously a lot of factors involved in the success of quarterbacks. But having worked for Doug for going on six years now, that's always kind of been. We've always kind of catered it to the quarterback and kind of. There's this belief if the quarterback's playing well, the ten other guys on the field are going to play well. So. You kind of always want to do that, but then you're you're conscious of the skill sets of the players around them and making sure everybody's featured the right way. 
I mean, imagine without unveiling your game plan. But what does he do well? Like, what does what does he like to do? The kind of that fits, that works, that you want to accentuate. You think that you took into how you run this offense. Yeah, there's a lot of different things. Hopefully, it reveals itself a little more as the season goes, without <laughs> saying too much. But I do think you know his athleticism, his vision, and his touch are different things, and that that can show itself in a number of different ways. Whether that is, you know, sometimes you play action pass just so he can kind of work a pocket and find a throw. Yeah and show his athleticism and his arm strength and his touch that way. Sometimes we'll be able to put him on the move because he is good on the edge. and He's a, he's a run threat as well. Um, and then he's, he's a smart kid, so we'll give him the ability to get us in the right play at times, whether that's he's got this play, kill it to that play versus this okay. look, or, hey, just get us to the best possible play. And he kind of knows his menu of plays that he could get to based on the looks or whatever it is to keep the offense in the best possible play. Um, so I think it's all kind of a combination of everything we believe in his skill set mm-hmm. and his mental capacity and trying to build what puts us in the best possible position. Yeah, it's, it's kind of a little bit of everything, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is. And I think it kind of needs to be. I don't think – no, I think there's going to be things we start to hang our hat on. And we, yeah. as the season goes, we're just really good at this thing. And we find ways to do that every single week and put him and our guys in position to execute that stuff. So. Your upbringing, though, I mean, you've you've seen a shit ton of football, and yeah. you know, and from a young age, I, right. I mean, what about you makes you think equipped for this opportunity? What, what what have you really learned over the years that you know you're 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 ready to take on this this project and kind of knock it out of the park? I think I've been around a lot of great coaches. I've had a chance to watch a lot of different people do it different ways. From you know, I started at the University of Tulsa under Bill yeah. Blankenship, who's a long time. He's an Oklahoma high school legend. Um, worked under Chip Kelly, worked with Pat Shermer, Ryan Day, Bill Lazor, all these guys, that Bill Musgrave, guys that were and, or became coordinators, head coaches, kind of got to sit and bounce ideas with them. Frank Reich, Doug Peterson, John Filippo, like all those guys that have so much experience that I've tried to soak up the best I could while always kind of trying to maintain who I think I am and what I believe gives us a chance to be successful. Um, so I think, I think like anybody, you're kind of a collection of the people you've been around and the experiences you've been in. So hopefully I've tried to take the best of what everybody around yeah. me has done and what I believe fits who we are and where we are now. Just hanging out with Kevin O'Connell. And he, you know, oh, yeah. He, he, Bill Belichick drafts him, and yeah. you know, they get rid of him after a year. Yeah. And then it's, you know, he's with Rex Ryan for a couple. Like, you can't get any right. different than that. No, and he, not but he at all. took a lot from both. Yeah. I mean, there is. And Kevin does a great job. And he's going to – he. You know, then he goes and works for Sean and yeah. kind of sees that system, and I'm sure he's going to make it his own there in Minnesota, and it's going to be really cool to see. It's got to be cool to kind of create your own identity. Yeah. You know, when you're really taking bits and pieces, and anything specific from these coaches that you really love, that, you know, something they did, and then even beyond the X's and O's. That yeah, there's really certain took. things, even like the terminology we've used probably comes, we got a chance again coming in here with Doug and starting fresh with a lot of guys we hadn't worked with, of being able to really start from, from ground zero and change the terminology to make it make the most sense. And Doug and I come from five years in Philly of what we knew terminology-wise, but you kind of, as you offenses grow and evolve, you kind of start going down rabbit holes of this was the word year one, this became the year, word year two, this was the word year three, and it meant something at that place at that time for those <laughs> players where you get here and it's like you sit with your coaching staff and you say this, and it's like, well, we used to call this this because we had a player in Kansas City that wore this number. And so, well, then yeah. it doesn't make sense. So our deal was, all right, we can learn as coaching staff. There's a small number of us. We can learn the terminology that makes the most sense that we want to teach the players. So it's 
easiest, it's most digestible for the 40 guys we have in that room trying to learn this thing for the yeah. first time. So that's been the cool part of just new terminology to begin with. Um, that then, yeah, that's probably the most fun of it. And then, yeah. and then saying, okay, we get a chance. We've seen, we've all got all these great ideas from our past or things we've seen uh, on tape as we watch other teams and kind of admire other coaches. So what can we take? What fits us? How do we want to teach it? And that's kind of been the, the growth we've had so far in this building this year one plan. It's good. And it's kind of a combination. Just reading about you, I mean, you're, you've always just been such a, such a grinder pouring in these insane hours that you do, you know, when you're t trying to get into this league. And then that granular stuff, it really matters, but then you've got to kind of take a step back and look at the big picture yeah. too. Are you finding yourself kind of looking at that big picture a little bit more now as well? How do you balance like the nitty gritty, yeah. stayed up all night, trying to find that edge, right. the Philly special with big picture, right? This is what we kind yeah, of have you, to do with this quarterback. Part of that is all of us together. Everybody yeah. kind of, there's a certain checks and balances process you go through as you build a plan where we could all have a million great ideas, but we know at the end of the day, we have so many reps and practice that we get yeah. and you kind of got to determine okay what needs these reps what doesn't what can they operate in well we're year one in a new system you don't get a lot of reps our reps are valuable so we don't want to just assume our guys know something inside and out and so you know we're, we're conscious of that um you know you got to understand he's still a second year quarterback that we don't need to overload just because he can handle it we still want him yeah. to be able to go out there play free play fast we want the guys around him that are new to a system to be the same way so there's, there's the give and take of all right, we can make this great play in here and give them all these kills and checks and alerts. And But then it gets wordy. We're playing on the road. Yeah. Young quarterback, new system, young center. Is that what's best for us? And you, you balance it. There's times, yes, this is the best thing for us, and we'll find a way to communicate it versus, okay, now we have too many of these things. So it's yeah. all of us kind of going through that. Because he's not going to tell you, I, I, can't, I, don't, I can't handle that mentally. No, and, there's, and he can handle anything we give him, and he yeah. has so far. But it's the same time. Like, I understand you can handle that, but is that what's best? Is that what's going to allow you to play the best on Sunday? So You see it on defense a lot. Like, some of these defensive geniuses. I mean, yeah. covered the Bills with Rex for a while. They would run through a wall for him. Yeah. But those guys tell me, like, man, this, like I'm playing Jeez. slow. Like, yeah. there's too, I'm thinking too much yep. out there. There's guys running on the field, off the field. And right. Then you, you take away with these, you know, Physical specimens do best. Yeah. Like I guess that Trevor's exactly. a physical specimen, yeah. big arm, athletic. Yep. You don't want to throw too much at him, I right. guess. And we have smart skill players that can handle a lot, but at the end, <laughs> you, you got to be able to look back at the plan and say, okay, on Wednesday the guy was fine, he handled everything. Well, on Thursday we had all these exotic third down packages and plays, and yeah. he's still handling that. But then Friday you get to the red zone, you add it, and then when you put it all together, like you said, the big picture of it. Right now, it ends up being a lot for this receiver or that guy or this quarterback. Where day by day, it maybe wasn't. But again, can you always step back and take a big picture? And at the end of the week, we end up with plenty of offense. So on Saturday, if somebody's not comfortable, then hey, let's take that play out. Like, yeah, yeah, it's a good play. We'll hold on to it. Maybe it comes up another week, but it's yeah. not worth bogging guys down mentally. And that's so. your wheelhouse, right? That Philly special. You that's saw that long ago. <laughs> that's what we try to. Eat. When you're a QC, you get a chance to watch a lot of tape. And I just happened <laughs> oh, to watch man. a lot of tape. Did a I feel like I, I got pretty good at organizing all of it, and so I could find things when I needed to. So that's what, all that was. What's people? I mean, fans don't understand life as a QC. Like, yeah. what was your life like day to day when it, you're watching that much film? It's getting a PhD in football. You're yeah. and not just learning like our system because you're drawing all the pictures. Anytime Frank and Doug had a play or an idea, you end up having to draw it in the computer system, push that that product out to the players and all that. But you're always breaking down tape, the next opponent. So I'm always watching the next opponent. Or Monday nights, I just watch the 
top. I, you know, I'd watch probably 300 plays just across the league of what happened the day before and who's doing something cool, making sure you're not missing anything that's becoming a trend in the league or how people are attacking guys, what yeah. fits you. So you end up just watching all this tape and building libraries and vaults of video clips and storing things. and just Whenever somebody asks, you're able to pull it up right away and help the team. I mean, you're, you're sacrificing about. a lot, right, in your life. You do. How, yeah. Yeah, how what, you what's end up, the day look like when it's you're kinda, doing It's kind of, I mean, somebody once compared it to when football season hits, when it's week one through week 17, it's like living in a submarine. You yeah. kind of go down, yeah. you tell your family, AC hey, on Friday, and you just go to work. And that's the same thing that my wife will always joke on Thursday night. You guys were able to put a plan together on Thursday night. Why does it take you so long on Sundays? Well, it's like, it never ends. Yeah. Like we put together a plan because we had to, but we continue to investigate and dive deep in and make sure we know everything about this defense because that's our job. That's our responsibility to the players, to put them in the best possible position, to know everything in and out, to know all the answers to the potential questions and looks they could see. What? Did you have kids yet? When you're I do. I have three kids I, right now. I mean, when you were a QC, what year? Oh, when I was a QC, uh, so my first child was born in 2017. Okay. Yeah, 2017. And then yeah. I went to the Super Bowl. So as a QC, that was my last year technically as a QC. That'd been tough. I mean, yeah. we've got two kids, three and one. Yeah. That first year is... Uh... No, it's tough. It's definitely <laughs> Did tough. Did you go into the submarine that first yeah. year too? Yeah, of course. You, I mean, you do. You end up... We've, we've done a good job of balancing our schedule for family and making yeah. time for family. And Doug's, Doug's been awesome to work for from that standpoint. My kids were just here probably an hour ago. That's my wife awesome. and two of my kids, one's in school. But they were just here dropping food off and just saying hi to everybody. And, so Doug's made it an environment where your family's welcome, and that's, that's pretty cool in the league. It's rare. I mean, yeah. you don't see that a lot. It feels it's, kind of rare, but well, I'm thankful for it. But you had that. But you had that period, I guess. Yeah. You know, that one, one year especially when yeah. the, the, yeah, the wife was right. probably handling a little bit at home with oh, the yeah. diapers. She and takes care of a lot, so she, they, yeah. they definitely there's a special place in heaven for football wives. Yeah, but it's it, it, you gotta have you gotta live your life too. I mean, yeah. it's it's tough because yeah. you're doing yeah, this you for that. Yeah, yeah. You're, gonna, you're gonna do your job better if everything else in your life is balanced. And, yeah, well, we're all trying to figure as Tom said, exactly. right? We're 45 out just trying to figure shit out. <laughs> exactly. That's true. That's a true statement. Yeah. Man, well, I feel like I talked to you all day, so I'm, I'm sorry. you got stuff to do, oh, probably. I appreciate it. Hey, thanks so much, Press. I appreciate it. Thanks for it. hanging out. Of course.